0: it's a beautiful day hi there alan ray enriquez here for another episode of ray of light join me this episode as we talk about spirituality meditation yoga fitness movement only here on ray of light boys and girls welcome to another episode of ray of light my name is alan and tonight we will talk about why do we use spirituality in order for us to stay in pain and that is still ontology and i will read uh passage that is still um, with a book of Why People Don't Heal and How They Can by Carolyn Miss. right? And Carolyn Miss, I have been reading her book and I'm almost completing her her writing and We talk about the chakras at the later um, part of the book. However, lately, most of us, me included, I became aware lately that... I have been utilizing my spirituality. And that does not only include the the oracle cards, the tarot cards, um, but also the meditation, even prayers. And this is... My point where um, I call out all of us that use religion, faith, spirituality as an excuse for us to move on. And we use this, I will um, include religion and faith and uh in coining it as spirituality and using spirituality as an escape and why did i use the word escape i first heard the the term escape um, because during this pandemic and we have been locked in our very own spaces, and we have reached the <laughs> the point of boredom, the point of you know being um, too close for comfort, to the point of you know almost not being able to open with the people around us or or with us inside our house inside our very own uh, homes because we are too close for comfort and so we used our spirituality in order to create this so-called truth that we built and we are obsessed of being misunderstood by the people closest to us by using our cards, our... um, the meditations, the the tools that supposedly would help us um, unravel the truth. Instead, the truth that we built is just another... Um, Vriti, or just another um, veil of w- of what should be real, and because we felt attacked whenever we are questioned, we begin using we begin using the the cards, these tools, um, these crystals, the, the, the rosaries, the, the, the Japa, the mantras, the prayers, even the Bible verses. Maybe the the verses in 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 Bhagavad Gita. And we quote these things as if they, they they speak to us and yes somehow it bears the truth however the truth that we chose uh, makes this um, personal bubble that becomes our projection because um, of, of our truth of our ego basically and the why I used escape is that that is why perhaps that's why I created this podcast because I needed to to, to make sense out of what is seemingly disturbing already to me. And to, to, to ground myself, I created a podcast. Well and good. However, did I confront the real issue? No because the truth is early um in the in the in the lockdown march of 2020 it's more of a, it's like undergoing this this stage of grief so w- we are on denial and therefore, we created this escape. And that is quite necessary for us to process grief. Remember, um, just to, just to um, give you something, right? The, the, the stages of grief, let me just... There are five stages, and that's from Kubler-Ross, and that's denial. And so, we have avoidance, confusion, um, elation, shock, or fear. So, that is the first stage. And so, we use this deflection we use this projection, and that is quite necessary for us to process grief, right? And then we we begin anger, we become frustrated, we are irritated, and then we are anxious. Suddenly we are bargaining, we struggle to find meaning, reaching out to others, telling one's story. and we go by depression we are overwhelmed we're helpless we are hostile and that feeling of flight fight and flight and finally we process this grief and accept things so we explore options we make new plans and then we move on however It has been a year and some of us have established or cemented the idea that we stay in denial. And that is our projection, and that is where woundology comes in. Let me just um, mention to you. And this is just the first myth of of woundology. My life is defined by my wound. Let me quote um, Carolyn Miss on her on her passage. It is virtually impossible not to be influenced by a personal history of emotional or psychological wounds. Both literally and symbolically, wounds permeate our bloods and bodies. Our our biographies are in large part biologies. Wounds are like diversionary canals that drain water and spirit out of the river of our life. The more wounds we have, the more effort we have to put into calling our energy back, stopping up the energy drains, and otherwise attending to our healing process. So, she continues, Many people come to believe that their lives are only a compilation of psychological wounds, which they feel they can do little to heal. And so, fine. Um, The year before... This pandemic happened when I checked in myself and uh, learned that I am living with PTSD and anxiety. What did we do? We processed it um, through sessions, and this is with a psychiatrist and a psychologist. And so That is when um, other things are being processed and other feelings are being um, realized that there is an explanation for everything. And so, somehow... um, I see myself no longer the victim of of the situation, but I am um a result of the uh, of 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 the the what has happened and because it is already finished, what I can only do is begin by picking myself again by 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 learning to to choose myself by picking the pieces that i may um rebuild you know but somehow some of us have um choose chose to 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 stay in being wounded and why that is a big question um Here it is. Although this state of mind is sad, self-limiting, and defeatist, some people derive great power in maintaining it because it gives permission to lead a life of minimum expectation and limited responsibility. So there you are. Instead of, you know, empowering oneself and being self-accountable, sometimes, we use and based on 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 what i i mentioned the the first time we use spirituality as our escape and we established it as something that is real and we say it it resonates yes it may resonate to us but know that these are just guides they do not define us, they do not define the day, they do not define our reality. It's more of a guide on how we move on. However, somehow, we rewrite our stories, it's as if the first chapter is just, or or the second chapter is just a remake of the first chapter. And um. some one confirmed it because i was i was invited into this 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 um event that i was supposed to you know um to apply my creative juices and somehow they Use that term, escapism, and that somehow confirmed my my claim that we are indeed um, consoling ourselves by escaping what is real, because truth hurts. We are in this pandemic. We are still in uh, in a terrible management of the the health department and the government of of, of locking us and 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 changing um, policies here and there without giving any um, security for all of us and so what do we do instead of taking charge We begin by deflecting. We begin by creating our own reality. And we say that this is our reality. And we say that no one should um, invalidate us. And that is good. That's well and good. Again, I don't want to gaslight. But somehow, the truth is we gaslight ourselves because we we somehow we reduce ourselves into this wounded person every day. And you know why? Again, we go back to the very first um, Hierarchical of Needs by Maslow. And this is tribal. The feeling of belongingness. And again, this is ego. If we couldn't identify ourselves, we begin by searching for a group that would somehow comfort us. And the first group that would comfort us emotionally, the first group that would provide us um, with this temporary solution, quote-and-unquote solutions, we stay there. And we continue building ourselves somehow. Our identity is being built around that group. So there's the tribal, the sense of being of, of, of belongingness, and that's well and good, fine. Because that is um, a basic necessity of of you know again I'm I'm touching a lot of things so let me just let me just um, rewind we talk about the stages of grief by Kubler Ross again there's denial anger bargaining depression and acceptance and then there's Maslow's hierarchy of needs right. Um, and we have the physio- physiological needs, the basic needs, and the safety needs. And next is the psychological needs. We have belongingness and love needs. And, and there is the esteem needs, the prestige of or feeling of accomplishment. But somehow, we don't even attain the, the, the needs of self-esteem because we are stuck with looking for belongingness and being loved. And not that I try to you know, um, again, let me just reiterate this. That I am not after you know, um, breaking down what is the the truth behind this 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 um, group groups. But the point is, we should not be defined by the group that we belong to. Anyway, the group would help us. To, to to prop us or support us in our basic needs of, of being of belongingness. But somehow, being in a group should be our stepping stone of identifying ourselves of what our purpose is in the bigger picture, and that is living in the society. And that is the question what would you want to do in order for us to for you to function in a society and yes maybe you would answer well i work i have this daily job that i work i pay my taxes but my question is do we go beyond the next step of, of Maslow is the self-actualization. And so you paid and all, you, you're, you're a functioning part of the, of the society, but do you feel any accomplishment? Self-actualization um, happens when, let me just um, read this. There is creativity, there's spontaneity, there's problem-solving, there's the lack of prejudice, and there is the acceptance of facts. Have we reached that part? Because all I can see right now is building confidence, building achievement, building respect of others, and being respected by others. And so, we are still stuck in in trying to be in that group. We stay in the group because we are still not comfortable of accepting the truth that we still have a bigger part to play in this society and not just to stay where we are by, you know, working and then waking up um doing our chores and then paying our taxes and that is where i go i i return to carolyn miss wondology here it is as the years go by these people come accustomed to this kind of power and self-protection. They find it more and more difficult to change. The older we get, the harder it is to step out of our wounds and into a different view of life. Yet, the fact is that emphasizing your wounds can damage your psyche as much as the original wounds did dwelling on a wound is in fact a type of self-inflicted wound, a self-flagellation in which your consciousness is always focused on weakness and never on recovery. And so that is why I break down these institutions. If we keep, um, that is why whenever a devotee (laughs) would would quote me Bible verses, would mention about quotes from different sages, from great teachers and philosophers, whether it be um, Stoicism, whether it be um, the Bible, whether it be Bhagavad Gita, or tell me what you have. The moment that we um keep on 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 coating things the more that we deepen our wounds and that is no longer the wounds that inflicted us before but this is already self-inflicted wounds I'm still, I'm trying to 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 read on on this first myth. Again, we are just in the myth, the first myth of can we still heal? Yes. However, most of us use spirituality as an excuse. We use it as an as our escape, and when it is no longer um you know when it doesn't resonate any longer like for example um you bought a deck and you you feel at first you hold on to a deck an oracle card an, a, a deck that um was created by this you know maybe um from 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 the other country from another country And then when you open it, somehow it didn't connect. Why? Because, one, maybe the aesthetics are not or, okay, let me, instead of enumerating, let me just go directly that you were disappointed that your expectations weren't met by the deck that you bought. And you use the word didn't resonate. Because to you, you wanted connection, and that's the point. You were looking for a connection. The very, um, from the very beginning, from the get go, you are just acquiring things. It's as if like a hermit crab, and that's why a part of me is seeing okay fine i judge people there you go it's just that i, I mean i'm guilty because as a hermit i even um, i saw myself buying crystals buying decks buying um until now i'm still guilty but i am aware that i need that more than this that there is more than just collecting stuff finding connection to this stuff instead of finding connection i am picking myself up by Creating other things to make me more aware of what I should um, recover from this self inflicted wounds. And, you know, as so here is. Here here are the guide questions that I wanted um, you to to learn or to to ask yourself. Again, this is from Carolyn Miss. The book is Why People Don't Heal and How They Can. So the questions for self-examination goes, Do you make excuses for why you're not doing more positive things with your life? Do you compare your history of wounds with others? If so, why? If you feel more wounded than someone else, does that make you feel more empowered? And this is not a guilt trip, my friend. This is more of waking everyone in our bubble we are stuck in this comfort zone. We are stuck in we have been escaping for a year now because we don't want to get hurt because we're already hurt. Yes. But if we keep on blinding ourselves, if we keep on putting blinders and saying, oh, I cannot do this anymore. So I will just you know hide myself from the world and be comfortable with rituals be comfortable with bible verses and that is okay again i go back there but still in the stage of grief we are in desperation we are stuck we are in the first stage in the uh, in the hierarchy of needs We are still in the sense of belongingness. Again, there is nothing wrong. But the question is, how long will we stay in order for us to grow? Do we want to keep on rewriting our wounds and say, poor me, poor me? Because that is the only way that we feel empowered because that is the only way that people will see us. And when we move on, are we afraid that people will no longer empathize with us? That our plea for help will no longer be as influential or as viral as before. That is a challenge to everyone including me. I hope you learned something. Not just something but I hope we learn a lot of things tonight. This has been Alan of Free of Light. I wish you well. Bye. just listen to another episode of ray of light join me next weekend as we talk more about spirituality meditation yoga fitness and others only here on ray of light